and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast for a brand new episode this week. Um, where with Philippe Clement has tasted defeat um, as Rangers manager for the first time. But obviously a great run. He got 16 games unbeaten with the kind of squad that he had at his disposal. The, the players that have been out. Um, he's done done wonders till now. Um, and we obviously face Celtic. It was going to be a big game. Um, I don't think this game will define where we're going to go under Philippe Clement either. I think um, looking at it after a couple of days being passed now, I think I, I can take some positives out of the game. I can definitely see where we're trying to go. We never sort of gave up um, going for um, a result, but I just feel like um, there's so much areas in the pitch that have to be clearly improved. Um, looking at your number nine, looking at the wide areas, needing um, maybe a bit of competition in them. Um, thought Abdul Asima and Ross McCausland didn't have their best games, but... I don't feel they're really getting pushed for anybody to actually take um, any oh. starting jerseys off them. So we'll get into it. Obviously, there's refereeing debates to go on for how long <laughs> as well. So um, I we'll get into the, the video. If you do like, subscribe and share. Um, always very much appreciated. Aye, so firstly, obviously, we'll go into the game then. Um, aye, it was a, was a bit of a weird one. Obviously, the snow came falling down. You're like, is this game even going to be on? <laughs> obviously, then the Rangers... Fans were greeting the team to um, onto the bus and stuff for that. Great scenes outside Ibrox, giving them the kind of preparation they need to go there. It's going to be 60,000 against you, 11 guys in the pitch. So it's, it's a mammoth task when you really think about it. Um, obviously, it's a derby game as well. It's just everyone riding on it. We got the boost though. Connor Goldson, John Lindstrom uh, starting the game. Gave me a, a big boost actually going into it. But again, it's an old mm. firm game that we don't start. Um, I, actually, I thought we started the, the first five minutes quite well with a couple of opportunities breaking into their box, but nothing decisive enough. You've got Todd Cantwell dilly-dallying on the ball and stuff like that. No decisiveness in the play. Um, and then we get punished. Celtic put the pressure on after that and have a spell. And um, obviously, Paulo Bernardo scores. Is it, Could we do better for that goal, do you think? Yeah, what, what can we do better for that goal? Nah, the, the Celtic one uh, 0 and with the one now, uh, I mean, obviously I could clear the ball away a bit better, but I don't think as much really we could have. Obviously, the team could have got it away quicker, but I just think also the chances that we had probably before then, we should have took them as well. You're on about Campbell, Dillian, Dallian on the ball. This was a game he was supposed to step up in. He was on chatter about, he's not a TikTok account or whatever he wants to say. Well, he may prove yet again that he is a, an Instagram player. Um, but, I mean... Other players in the park as well obviously didn't have their best game, but their work group was still there. Didn't feel that we can't handle at all. He was walking about the park. Um, so I was, wasn't pleased with Cantwell's performance at all. Um, but I don't know, mate. There's not much you can do, but it can clear the ball away. But it's just, just like, it's a decent strike we can't. I don't know if you can hang the two of their goals away. Diogo's goal, obviously, is a fantastic goal. Um, but the first one, you can't really do much about I feel like, obviously, it's a poor clearance, but mm. I. Aye, I think um, all three of the goals are, are, are good goals. I mean, Bernardo strikes the ball as well as he could. Um, yeah. To be honest, he had a lot to do still when the ball dropped him. So, obviously, unlucky, but um, we kind of after that. It's just what, what annoys me when we go to Celtic Park as a team is the the mental attitude that we've got as a, as a team to not go there and try and play our own football. We always panic on the ball and... Just we just let the the crowd in Celtic Park build up and get on top of as it feels. Um, and definitely in the first sort of half an hour, you felt right. This could 
again, we're going on one, two, three now if we're not um, careful here. But we grew into the game a wee bit in the second half. You've got the golden opportunity that I don't even want to think about ever again until after we've, we've done this podcast. Um, Serial Dessers. I mean, how can you do so brilliantly anticipate the ball and snatch it off? I think it was Stephen Welsh. Run through on goal. And then immediately turn into running in right. quicksand. Like what? What are you actually doing? He had options if he didn't feel comfortable with the shot either. But my well, number nine has to be getting a shot away there. I'm sorry, that is unforgivable. He has to bury it. I mean, I watched the brilliance that he did um, in Spain, and I thought to myself, right, surely I was on my knees. I was begging him to put the ball in the net, and I don't know what happened. I think he just froze doing. I think I don't know what happened to several guys in there. But you begin to sleep with nights now, mate. You can't sleep at all. Because all that's in my head now is you with this chance. Um, I'm a number nine's got to do it. I'm a number nine. Hopefully, he's going to be long shot one. Um, hopefully, get my boy in. The window's open now. We've got to go on for it. Um, but I, I mean, his chance, you get many other chances we didn't take, mate. But I, that is the one I think that we're all thinking about that it should have been a goal. I don't know why he was doing. Yeah, that, that was our biggest opportunity, definitely. Um, we had one. As well, I think it was Ross McCausland. He could have passed it, he seen for a tap in, and he went for the glory again. Looking back at that chance, I feel like if I was in his position, I would probably look to just get a shot on goal as well, rather than looking at me. So I'm not too fussed about that one, but again, it's a chance. And then, Mm. um, I believe the big moment comes after that. The the talking point that's been kind of spread around everywhere, we've all seen it. Alistair Johnston with a handball now watching the game. Bewildered how it wasn't given as um, an on-field VAR review, firstly, and I don't know how it wasn't given as a penalty. Right? They, we then fast forward to the the pundits talking in the studio. They all think it's a penalty. I think they've got Mike Dean on the line. He thinks it's a penalty, okay. and then we um, go into the second half about sixty minutes in, and they've drawn up uh, offside lines. To me, this just doesn't. This just doesn't look right at all. It just screams pure amateur. Um, I mean, hmm. we'll bring up penalties that have been given for stuff a lot less by Willie Collum, who was the, the guy on VAR. But I think they've looked for something wrong with it because they knew they fucked it up and tried to cover it up with an offside. It's a very, very small offside, if anything. But, I mean, the goal kick's given after that. Like, I just, It's just a, a messy a, a situation. Um, Rangers have asked for the, the VAR audio to be released to them to actually come to terms what's happened with the, the whole situation still not being released yet by the SFA and they say they won't do it till after Wednesday or something so I mean we're waiting and it's going to be we're playing another game who actually cares at that point but it's just it's annoying the the conspiracy thing will always be thrown about but I think that was a, a really really poor poor refereeing performance I think not only with that situation but just in general the other day I mean I was I don't know if the referee didn't get on top of uh, Johnston as well with the throw-ins as well yeah he was taking far too many steps thinking to where the actual throw-in was you know what I mean um, no but the whole thing does scream amateur um, but we don't know what they'll be doing they'll be they'll be burning it they'll be deleting what they have to do just to make it look like oh, everyone was professional but um, it's just I screams amateur um, and how you get a goal kick as well I, I don't understand that at all um, but so, as I say, for you and me, obviously watching the game, it was a, it was a clear penalty, do you know what I mean? The littlest offside or whatever they were looking for. I just don't know, obviously, what's going on here. Uh, because they shouldn't be taking after Rangers play again, for them to turn around and, and go, right, we're going to sit down and give you this or whatever. 
it should be given straight away then. I think there was a situation with the Nova Liverpool and Spurs. No. Where they got one wrong and they gave it straight away. So it just means amateur. And uh, yeah, again, it's just showing you what, what the refereeing situation is like up here. No, and we, barring that kind of decision, we finished the second half. Probably the stronger team, unlucky, maybe not go in. One each, we had chances, but it's we came out the second half and immediately conceded. It's just something you cannot do in these games. I mean, Kyogo scores, scores an absolute worldie. It's, it's a fantastic goal for his point of view. But the way I'm looking at it, Balligan's getting dragged out of his defence. Maeda's running in behind him. Kyogo's free. It's just exactly what Celtic would have wanted to do, get that small bit of space and that opportunity and Kyogo bags in. He bags it in, but also have to look at Conor Wilson as well. You're the size of you, bro. Why are you going down to his level? What are you I just don't know if it's a man or something when he plays Kyogo. No, Kyogo's a fantastic thing for Celtic. He has been, do you know what I mean? But I just think Conor Wilson came on. You've got to do him better. Look at the size of you compared to him. You've got to, you've got to bully him. You've got to show him. You're not, you know what I mean? You're the defender. You're the, I mean? you're the number one. Um, but it is a sensational strike. You can't take it away, obviously, for Kyogo. But yeah, mate, honestly, I also, we talked about when we were watching him, have you? I thought there was three for me that came away with the past match, you could see there, have you? I thought Sterling did fantastically well. Lundstrom, take him back. He obviously was into him, have you? And he played as well as he did. Thought it was fantastic. And then, obviously, my boy, Yalmaz, uh, left back, probably didn't, didn't do anything wrong, didn't have any flaws, really. Um, but I thought, I thought those three were the three for me that were, were positive. Tavenier as well. The amount of times we go here and Tavenier maybe just lets the crowd get him, maybe gets the press, the pressure gets him a bit. I thought that was his best, probably his best game. And um, he's played at Celtic Park and also a sensational strike when it's in the dying moments, man. And you're thinking yourself, right, can we potentially get something here? But I honestly I thought a couple of them, as I say, did, did no bad keeper. They didn't have I mean, the two chances. That's a well working thank you. Um, but I'm looking at Cantwell and I'm hanging myself, obviously, Dessers as well. But Cantwell mostly, and I'm thinking to myself, can I be in the chat? I'll go. You've got to back up, especially these games. These are the games you're, you're signed to, to show why you should be playing for the club and you just didn't turn up at all. Nah. Can't, can't we? It was kind of very, very similar in these games to um, like Malik Tillman. He's got all the talent in the world. He's so technically gifted, but he just slows the game down completely. And it, it's not, these games are frantic. These games need to be played at a high pace. And. I don't know. It's just, again, with the, the talking he's done for the well, start of the season as well, it's just, it's not backing him up with end, end positive. No, you, it's, you know what I mean? I started to give the talk, but you've got to back up, man. Here's an idea, Carol. How about you just shut up and you just let your performances speak? Just play football. <laughs> just play football. Just play the game. Um, yeah, again, as I, was, as I said, obviously, McCausland and, and Seema as well. Just hard luck. Obviously, we could tell McCausland was maybe getting a wee bit fatigued, maybe he was looking for the sub there obviously that's something actually yeah. Phil Button there as well I've seen Ross McCausland getting a bit of criticism and I'm he by no means isn't immune to criticism because he's through the academy but I don't feel like he actually was like you look at the four players that start in the forward line he was the best one out of all of them he was probably where our yeah. goal was going to come from most likely I know he's still young he's played what 15, 16 proper competitive games um, for Rangers but aye, I think the label on him um, aye, this kind of scapegoat for us is a bit poor for, for some Rangers fans but again he's not immune to criticism it wasn't his best ever game he didn't kind of light the world on fire but, um, but I think that's aye, when, when, when we see young players come in and I mean this game's always going to be the making or breaking of some players but some some players for us for Rangers don't get the opportunity because they just become under immense fan pressure and 
that same kind mm. of the team. But um, aye, I thought Abdelazimai really struggled on the left hand side. Um, aye, he, he couldn't. Re- he had the beating of Johnson sometimes, but it's just his technical kind of touch of the Tough ball touch. and stuff really let him down. Um, Cantwell was was really 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 poor. Serio Dessers was may as well have nobody up front. Genuinely in that game, he was shocking. Um, shocking. But I thought, obviously, the said, so too many dropped the shoulder and what have you. I thought he was, he was doing no bad. But as I say, yeah, again, I just don't know what happened to that chance. I, I honestly must have panicked. I don't know what he was thinking about, what he was doing, but whatever. So I just can't believe he's, he's no scored that. I can't and believe I can't he thought he had it. as much time as he did. Like, I think Aye. he thought they, Celtic would have pushed up and he had literally the, all the time in the world. It was just him. And obviously, Alistair Johnson rushes back and takes the ball off him, but... Uh, it's it's not a guy that screams to me, but he's got striker's instinct to score goals. That's that's where yeah. I boil it down. He's not going to win us games, um, no. big games, um, and that's where it's all going to come down to. We've came to this point. We've gave players so so many chances this season. It feels like, but um, it feels mm. like um, Saturday anyway. We we kind of saw um, what what these players are really really liking these games. How are they going to stand up? Because um, mm. it's a huge warning call anyway for for the manager. One thing that wasn't bad about the game at all was John Lundstrom and Dujon Sterling. Dujon Sterling was absolutely fantastic in the middle of the pitch. See, see what you want for for a player coming into this game that Cantwell didn't have. Dujon Sterling had everything right. that you need. He was competing. He was physical. He was strong in the tackle. He was bursting forward at any opportunity. He can do his defensive work. He was everywhere that he had to be. He was covering Tavernier on right back. Absolutely brilliant for Dujon Sterling, and that's what I want to see Mori. I think he might be unlucky to start, not start every game because of the opponents we'll be playing, but in games like this, he's perfect. Um, like You look at your bets, he's away, cup finals and stuff like that. He's he's a guy that, again, coming into the um, Clemont era, didn't really play for the first maybe 10 games. He got that um, sub, uh, I think it was Hearts away, he impressed okay. and since then he was he's been deputised in midfield and he's he's took his chance and he's really staked his claim to be a Rangers player now. Oh, he's, he's a workhorse, he's a same man. Took his opportunity and he's done really well. We're talking about here. Um, I just kind of you kind of thought the lad at all. I thought, as I say, him and Lundstrom were amends. Um, as we've talked about, all players in the part that you can obviously have a go at, but I uh, you can have a go at whatsoever. You see defensive work as well, throwing back and things like that. We go forwards, obviously we're we're seeing. On that side of the park, but I yeah again just a, another top class performance. I mean, he's a guy maybe as I say he doesn't he does, I don't hear him talk about it or whatever. Just one of the boys it seems like he just he goes in the training park and what have you and then does his work on the park. He lets his his, his game do the talking, um, which is I say something that he should should be looking at. I, I can't know now needs to zip up a bit here and just do what Sterling does here and just let their performances do the talk on the park. Fantastic performance of him and also John Lundstrom as I say mate to come back to the also the injury, I think they're still here, we're going into an old firm out and what have you. Anybody was just sensational again, as I say. So I do throw our ones for me can away with fast marks. I'm a boy Almas as well. Hans Bullis, Bash McCollum. Um I thought he did really well. Um, I, I, I thought going into this game I had question marks kinda of over over Yelmaz. obviously played in the, the Derby I think it was the one at the end of the season again. The the, the yeah. league was done, but then he played. He, he held himself well then. But going to Celtic Park, obviously Barisic. You're used to Barisic playing oh, these games. That's what I was about to say. Um, but Yelmaz came in and he was again. He was physical. He never really let Dyson Maeda get by him. He got us forward a couple of times. We was pacing his skill to get by them. So mm. for me, that's what I've wanted to see for Yelmaz for for a while. I think he's shown it in flashes. 
hopefully now he gets his opportunity to just be a left back. <laughs> like just sign sign yeah, another young guy and let him compete with Yilmaz and sell Baris. It's just so simple. Just do that. Um and, and we'll be fine. And I think hopefully a lot of maybe people on the fence with Yilmaz in games like this can really aye, maybe now take a wee breather and hopefully can um be our starting left back. But obviously another big talking point of the game, Leon Balligan gets sent off. It's it's poor for Balligan to be fair. He's done what he's trying to do. Um aye, and then he's not got the pace to catch up with. I think it was Maida and he he, he walks. So I fair fair play in that one. After that though, I feel that we again we pushed with ten men. We we done no bad. The game was kind of open. Mm-hmm. Um Celtic didn't have any really great quality in that that part of the game, to be honest. It was all the all the work they done um for their two goals and that was really it for Celtic, which is annoying looking at it. I think we always seem to perform better in these games and we never come away with anything. Celtic just up the end of the pitch, they know how to score goals and that's that's exactly what it's all about. Um so we we need well, somebody as good as Kyogo. It's as simple as that to, to score as goals and win these games. Hopefully maybe we'll see somebody as good as Kyogo potentially. Um because um either Shanklin and obviously we get a boy as well put together. Um, hopefully we'll play tomorrow and I don't know it'd be nice to see him get, get some minutes as well for the room. Um, but I definitely we need a clinical striker in these games because you look back obviously we've had some fantastic forwards playing these games and then we're the same Celtic as well so in that area that's what it seems to just be coming down quite a lot now it's just taking the chances because we had we had quite a lot of chances but we should have done a hell of a lot better than we, we did um, but yeah again as I say I'm having sleepless nights thanks to the Odessas Thanks, mate. You know what I mean? Nah. It's you. I think, nah, like, nah. I think you wanted to put it through his legs. I generally don't. I think you wanted to put it right through his legs. Bro, just put it in the corner. Nah, it's one that will come back and haunt you, especially for <clears throat> getting back into the game so late as well. James Tavenier, obviously, it's a, it's a great strike for the free kick. And then for then again, we pushed, and it was just at that point, yeah, so they yeah, yeah. to see the game out. Kieran Dow had a, a really good opportunity, maybe I cross it into Tavenier. He went for the shot. Mm. Probably looking back on that, he should have um he should have crossed into the box for, for a better opportunity. But that was the only really chance I can remember after we, we scored. That's the only one I can remember. I was gonna ask you as well, Jen, the manager doesn't really Matondo. Is why I'm just thinking myself, why was Matondo no thrown on? Instead obviously Scott Wright came on, but I'm thinking myself, he got too rabbit on you. He's got back all in the pace, Celtic looked a bit. That's the only thing I really don't understand is why you would choose Scott Wright personally. I think Scott Scott Wright's got good qualities. No, if I'm you're maybe <laughs> Scott Wright's got good qualities, maybe if you're winning that game two one, he come on and he's an out ball. He's got pace mm-hmm. and he can also maybe track back and do a bit of the dirty work. Right, that's when I would bring on Scott Wright. But if I'm chasing a game, I'm taking Rabi Matondo all day long. I don't care how bad Matondo's been recently or whatever. Obviously, he said he could play as a, a number nine as well. He could play up front. I don't know why we've not tried that yet. When Dessers has been kind of so bad in this game. Um, aye, I, I was surprised when he wasn't an option. I think maybe with the way the game went in the red card, it kind of maybe, uh, maybe he would have been trusted at the end of the game. But um, aye, disappointing because I want to see Matondo play. I still feel he's got a lot to give to, to this squad um, and to this team. So... We'll see how that goes, obviously, in, in the next game, which is Kilmarnock. We can need to put that um, old firm game behind us pretty quickly. I mean, it's just a tough one to take. It always is. But this this league is w- wide open for us. We've got two games in hand now, and we just need to keep winning games. Um, the next old firm game is obviously at Ibrox as well. 
if we just keep doing our thing, keep focusing on us, and you never really know what can happen. So we can keep building momentum. January's obviously here now. We can obviously look at players, get players out the door, and hopefully bring more quality and really fire us up to, to success at the end of the season. Kilmarnock are on form, though. Kilmarnock are a, a really good side this season. Obviously beat us uh, opening game of the season. Um, beat Celtic twice over there. They've been mm. brilliant. They're sitting in fourth position now, and they'll be fighting out with Hearts in that um, third and fourth position probably all season. So tough team to beat. They'll come to yeah, Ibrox with Derek McInnes, and they'll they'll be organised. They've obviously get a couple of players that a lot of Rangers fans have their eyes on. Danny Armstrong, Watson in midfield as well. They've got a couple of really good um, players that can I'm looking at, definitely affect the game. I'm looking at an ex Rangers player that we obviously like to him as well. But uh, young Henry yeah, in the back of as well, aye. Been fantastic as well. He summed up for the media all maybe five lists of players that we would maybe sign this window. Um, he's definitely on the list for me. Um, players that are homegrown, do you know what I mean? Um, we better have a bit. Do we have a bank back thing with him? No. I, that I, smart? I doubt it. I doubt it. Um... I, doubt it aye. I doubt it as well. But I know they've definitely got a couple of players that I'd be keeping my eye on anyway. No, nah, they've got a couple of players that can definitely affect the game and really um come and disrupt us because we need to, again, it's going to be similar to everyone. We need to start fast and we need to have a reaction after a defeat. So it'll be interesting to see how this team does react after defeat. Um, it's the first time we've faced it under, under Philippe Clement, so it'll be interesting to see what he's kind of saying to his players and getting them ready for this one. Absolutely. It's, it's always, obviously, we always, these kind of games, it's, you can tell it's, uh, direction maybe with them we obviously come on you can just tell it's that fire's in the belly you know what I mean you can tell that it's, it's going to go onwards as you say it's, it's far from done anyway this is a game where I'm hoping that they obviously turn up as you say in the first couple of sort of minutes here we, we let them know if we're, we're at it um, still got the games in hand as well but definitely we're hoping we can we can turn up here and get maybe a three or a four um, it'd be nice obviously after nice. losing the game it'd be nice it'd be nice to really put on a performance <laughs> the team that I've um, selected for this one, I was thinking myself, Cantwell has to be dropped, right? But I'm this is this is going to be a this is going to be a game where we need we're not going to really need Dujon Sterling. I don't think that's kind of what I was touching on earlier. I think we're going to need mm. Dowell kind of he's further back, but he can pick passes and he can break lines similar to what Cantwell can do. And I feel um, I I. I I just think Dujon Sterling, for all the good he does, doesn't really suit a game like this in midfield. Um, mm. Abdul Asima, we obviously don't know the extent of his injury, so I've put Matondo in there for the now. Fabio Silva, I'm unsure if he's actually training with the squad yet or if he's even if he's just going to meet up with them after this game and go on the, uh, the kind of training camp. But I would have him on the bench, hundred percent. Please don't, please don't <laughs> let me watch Serio Dessers as an only number nine again, please. Um, Fabio Silva, hopefully he'll be in the squad, but if not, obviously it'll be after the the break. Right. And then it's kind of as you were for the rest of the team in it. Um, Suter will come in for Balogun. Yelmaz will hopefully keep his place. And then, mm. aye, there'll be, there'll be rotation where, where necessary, but obviously we're still kind of waiting on some players to come back for injury, so it's going to be tough. But one last push to get us into this break and get players back. I've seen Raskin's obviously back on the pitch now, working towards a... Um, return to the squad, so he'll he'll be big again. Like I don't I don't feel that we really have a, a midfielder like him. Um, no, 
that's this um that can sit next to Lundstrom and play. Obviously, Kieran Dow's done that well. Um next to yeah. Sterling and um I think I have Sterling in both games actually when he played. Um he he done really well. So aye. aye. Players are finding new leases of life, which is what the manager says about um when he touched on Dujon Sterling in his press conference, he was like He's got exactly everything I want. He's just a guy that can play anywhere. And I felt like that was kind of a wee bit of a dig at Cantwell. Because you look at Cantwell get subbed off in that um, Europa League game because he was playing right wing. He's like, oh, it's not my position and all that. And exactly. I, I think, I, I personally think looking back yeah. at that now, maybe that was a feeler to see how he would actually handle that. And um, he's clearly through through the huff about it. And he's been playing, I feel like Cantwell's been playing all right, he's got obviously get the goal against Motherwell, but I still need them to add so much more to his game this season. I need it's more. Been... I, I need, it's been really poor. Just that's where it is. It's been really poor, and I need much more. I need more goals, and I need I, obviously a system. I know after Motherwell, when he was on about it's not about me, it's about the team. I, that's great and all that, bright, but, but I need more to do, mate. Um, and as I say, as you're on about Sterling there as well, just, just a worker can play multiple positions. I think that's what the manager's after. He's obviously looking for. Um, but I, I personally wouldn't play him, mate. I wouldn't put obviously you like with the same also maybe that's the wise way or whatever. But I just wouldn't play a man. I've never shown but listen, you've not been good enough to win all. You know what I mean? I would play Dow and I'd play uh, Stalin as well. I don't think you can drop somebody that performs that well after the and the way he's been playing, sorry. And I just think you can't drop him. But can as I say, you can have a say fit all you want going your Instagram with your Drew House jumpers on and all that stuff. But I want us all snip up, man. I just want to see see you play well because I know we can play well with Phoenix, you know what I mean? We see you play well when it didn't matter. I want to see you play well when it does matter. This is when it matters the most. There's still a chance That's to what it boils down to, by the way. That's 100%. He, Cantwell came in at a really good time for him, really. When he, he came in and he impressed, there was no confidence. pressure, really. And then it's the pressure This is what I'm worried about, the pressure to play for the club here. You know what I mean? If you can't handle the pressure, you'll, you'll be sent away. If you want to just play football and look all good and all that, well, the MLS is there and the Saudi Arabia is there. I just think you need you need to step up his level, man. I really do. As I say, you're not the top guy, top top player on his day. It's just you want you need to see it consistently. We're not seeing that at all. Do you know what I mean? Nah, getting caught up far too much. But as we say, different opinions there. I'm looking at a more a tactical approach, thinking right, start our kind of most creative players and and try and win the game early because I know it's going to be a, t- a tough game. Obviously, you're looking at it the way you, I, I I agree on that as well. You can't really drop. Do John Sterling after that, so that's definitely well, views. Um, I think it as well. How many times maybe when Yalmaz has played when he's no injured, right? And he's had a decent game. But Barris is still just packed and we're like, what are you doing here? I mean, I just don't think you can drop lads that are playing well. Mm-hmm. As you say, from a corner, that's what fantastic. But he's been consistently well, do you know what I mean? And it's not about ambush to get dropped. And just, I just think you play the lads that are playing well. Also, Tad's going to say, and I absolutely agree, but. I just, I can't be bothered him. You know, you know what I mean? He's just annoying me, can't know. Nah, no, he's, he's frustrating the life out of me as well, honestly, but it's just the fact that we've got nobody else to, you're never going to pick Sam Lammers, right? It's, it's, that's who you're nah, picking. Me, so, um, <laughs> aye, it's, it's going to be a difficult selection for, for Clement to pick. Obviously, he's got a small pool of players, but he's got, he's got options to, to sort of pick for, for different personnel, so. Aye, if if you're watching along this far, let us know in the the comments who you would start. What would be your kind of lineup for for this game? Um, but aye, that leaves us there. Then obviously tasting defeat. Um, but we won't let it kind of derail. What's been a, a really good start under under Fleet. Come on, 
hopefully get Fabio Silva some minutes tomorrow. It'd be a really nice boost to see him um in the flesh um, for his debut. But um, I we need to get three points over the line here and just go into the the break in a, a good way, and then get planning for what's going to happen to this squad in January, and that'll probably be the next January. episode. That'll probably be the the either the signings or who we were keeping selling for this for this squad. So, um, on the next two, nah, the next two. Obviously, we've got a couple of weeks worth of that to go. So, probably next week's episode will be the the tier list. Too. Do we feel that it's still good enough to be here? Who would we loan out? Who would we sell? Stuff like that, um, and then the week after we'll do our digging. If we've not signed them, they then uh, I'll be a bit concerned. But um, we'll see who we would like to obviously sign for Rangers. Um, and I, if you did enjoy the podcast, as always, if you'd like, subscribe and share. And we'll be back with those episodes in the coming weeks.